Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observe his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. All calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them, Where is the Messiah who was to be born? They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judea. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may go and pay him homage. When they had word, when they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Christ. Oh my God, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's, holy guacamole is one of the best things I've ever seen. And my show, once again, that traveling music, you're rocking my world. <laughs> In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. I bring you greetings from your diocesan staff. We're here to help you in any way we can. And I am so very happy to be back with you all here at St. Andrews. I had such a great time the last time I was here. <coughs> 
And you also know from my last visit, I think, that you have the most remarkable of rectors. He is wise, kind, pastoral, a gifted writer, and a fantastic editor, and a key leader in this diocese. So thank you, Canon Spicer. You also have top draw, draw, D-R-A-W-E-R, top draw clergy, both retired and active working with him. So thank you all. Um, for those of you that have never heard me talk before, you, you know, I just said that my husband is home in California and, and I'm here in Kansas City, but you can tell I was not born in Kansas City. I was born in northern New Jersey, so if you're wondering where this comes from, that's where that is. So I want to share with you all that in 2015, I had the privilege of co-leading a pilgrimage of young adults ages 18 to 35 to the Holy Land over Christmas. Over Christmas. I can't tell you what it was like to be in Israel-Palestine with these young adults. Starting out in Nazareth, we went on to Capernaum, the Sea of Galilee, Bethphage, Mount Tabor, Jerusalem, Gethsemane, we walked the way of the cross, Herodium, and more. On Christmas Eve, we were in the Church of the Holy Nativity in Bethlehem. It doesn't get better than that. To be in Bethlehem on Christmas Eve, and I was asked to read from the Gospel of Luke at the Church of the Holy Nativity, and afterwards we sang O Little Town of Bethlehem in that ancient place with, one, with the archpatriarch there. It's the, we were with other faith leaders from around the region, and it was just glorious. It was one of the greatest spiritual moments of my life. While I was deeply moved at every place we visited and prayed in, and, and there was prayer and singing at every site we went, what struck me most during that most holy pilgrimage was the way the young adult lives were enhanced and indeed changed by the experience. Their prior formation as Christians, as Episcopalians, was really put into overdrive by the experience. What they learned in Sunday school or in adult formation classes was brought to life and light walking the same streets where Jesus walked. Why? I think that there's a hint in today's collect. Lead us who know you now by faith to your presence where we may see your glory face to face. Lead us, who know you now by faith, to, to, to your presence, where we may see your glory face to face. While one interpretation of this collect as being about living our lives to be prepared to meet God face to face after we die, there is something more to it, I think. Being in the Holy Land, open the hearts and minds of the young adults to understand at a deeper level their, their connection, their deep connection with Jesus Christ. That connection where you can literally feel Jesus with you, walking with you, present with you. It was so powerful for all of them. And truthfully, it was there that two of them discerned a call to the priesthood out of that experience and are now ordained and gainfully employed in the Episcopal Church. <laughs> My friends in Christ, our formation as Christians, as Episcopalians, does more than prepare us to meet our maker at the mercy seat. 
Our formation allows us to open ourselves up to see God, to encounter the risen Christ, right here and right now, right here in Kansas City. It allows us to see the face of Christ in others. Lead us, who know you now by faith, to your presence, where we may see your glory face to face. Do I recommend a trip to the Holy Land? Always. I'm going in April of next year, or February of next year, sometime early in the year. It brings the Bible alive and most importantly, gives context not only to the ancient times, but to modern times and the challenges in this sacred region of our world. And you just have to open the newspaper any day to see what that's about. More, and most importantly, I think, know that you don't have to go to the Holy Land for this experience. Indeed, there are those who have never been to the Holy Land, yet their faith is such that their commitment to studying scripture, seeking out faith formation opportunities and literature, living out their faith in the world and being creative, cre active, creative participants in their community of faith is powerful. What brought them to this, part, to this point in their journeys of faith? One word, and it's actually simple, it's formation. They took the time to participate actively in faith formation opportunities. How do I know this? Because it was part of my own journey of faith. My first trip to the Holy Land, I felt the scriptures and readings that formed me come alive in front of me. But I didn't feel overwhelmed by being there. Rather, it felt to me like the next step in my formation as a follower of Jesus Christ. It helped knit more of the pieces together for me. Lead us, who know you now by faith, to your presence, where we may see your glory face to face. And I want to tell you all, I want to let you all know that your diocesan leadership will be working this year to establish a new arc of learning, growing, and living into our faith as Christians in our Episcopal context in the diocese. One in which formation, innovation, spirituality, and scripture are interwoven in a way that brings life and energy to our 47 congregations that we have here. This isn't to say that where there is already something happening, such as at St. Andrews, we're gonna come in and tell you what to do. No, no, that's not it at all. It's about equipping those who might not have the resources now to do this work with the help they need in their particular contexts. And all of this is contextual. Friends in Christ, the wise men were led to the Christ child by a star. They were also led through a dream, and I would say God speaking to them through a dream, and I firmly believe that God does speak to us through dreams. They were told not to return to Herod. We too are being led this day and always to find the living Christ among us through our prayers, through our continuing faith formation, through our living out our faith in this world, which desperately, desperately, desperately needs the love of God in Christ, we too are being led to be the people Jesus is calling us to be. We're being called to be the liberating, loving, life-giving followers of Jesus, as our presiding bishop points out. Lead us, who know you now by faith, to your presence, where we may see your glory face to face. Today, 17 will be confirmed, received, reaffirmed. Three will be baptized. 
this is an absolutely awesome day for St. Andrews. And I, as your bishop provisional, want to point out that it's a sign of spiritual health and wellness for this amazing church family and community. Thank you. Thank all of you for your faithfulness to each other, to this parish church, and to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lead us, who know you now by faith, to your presence, where we may see your glory always, always face to face. Amen.